Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential, and I am your host, Michael Sherlock. As you know, all month long, we are talking about the magic of marketing, which by now you all know has nothing magical about it. It is all about systems and all about your approach. And each one of my guests this month has brought incredible different insight onto how we can really use marketing in a way that's incredibly powerful for our businesses. And my guest today is going to have some very unique perspectives on this, and I cannot wait to talk with her. Roshni Baronia is the founder of a boutique firm, RB Consulting, which serves women-led small and medium-sized businesses with sales and strategic planning advisory. And as you know, as we've talked about many times, marketing and sales are two different things, but they need to work in tandem to have success. So looking at this from some sales perspectives is going to be incredible powerful. A little bit more about her. She's a certified strategic sales expert. She's author of the ebook, How to Revolutionize Your Sales Mindset, which you know is very important to me. Curator of Authentic Selling Style Test, creator of Solopreneur Sales Planner, and podcast host of Ace the Sales Show. And we were just talking about that. And I said, I forgot you're a podcast host. <laughs> and I knew it was in the notes. So I should have done that. <laughs> Finally, she's also a TEDx speaker winner of Women of Excellence Award from ILDC-AMP, which she'll have to help me understand what that is. And she's also been listed as top 20 women consultants by Consultant Review Magazine. By the way, she's also an international speaker. And in her spare time, I think maybe she sleeps, but I'm not sure. <laughs> so thank you for joining me, Rajni. It's a pleasure to have you today. Thank you so much for inviting me, Michael, and having me on this podcast. I love it. You know, every time I read people's bios, I'm like, wow, I thought I did a lot. And I'm always exhausted reading other people's. <laughs> yeah, but actually, uh, I think it takes a long period of time for us to accumulate these titles. We consciously and intentionally as business owners work towards the making these long bios, isn't it? I agree. In fact, I was just giving my bio. I, I just uh, um, actually, by the time this podcast airs, I will have already completed uh, my first in a year in-person live training. And I'm so excited yeah. for it. And as I was giving them my bio, I gave him my long bio. I said, but when you introduce me from stage, here's what you should use because otherwise everybody will fall asleep. <laughs> Everyone will go to sleep. True. <laughs> well, Roshni, I just hit some of the highlights, obviously, of your bio, but tell us a little bit about you, your business, and how you help your clients to shock their potential. Definitely. Thank you, Michael. So when I work with women entrepreneurs who are basically small business owners or solopreneurs, there are three pillars that we work with them. And uh, these are the selling skills, strategies and systems. So when I say selling skills, it is all about how they bring their most authentic and influential self to each sales conversation. 
And when we talk about strategy, it is about the strategic planning, which amplifies their goal achievement along with their productivity. And uh, lastly, we work on the systems with them, which helps them manage, monitor and uh, increase their sales. The typical formats that I work with my clients on is the strategic and the VIP intensives and at times customized solutions on a retainer basis as well. I love it. Um, I, you know, I'd like to dive down into those a little bit. When you talked about selling skills, this is right up my alley in terms of um, learning how to have sales conversations that are authentic. And, you know, as I, um, as I talk to people, you know, and train them all over the globe on, on sales, that's one of my core as well. You know, it's interesting to me, the people that are a little fearful or uncomfortable in sales. And a lot of the times I think it's because they think they have to become somebody different in order to have sales conversations. Mm -hmm. And I do the same thing trying to talk about, you know, you've got to find out how to have a conversation that is about, you know, that's you, true to you, that's authentic. So when, when you start working with people and they have some of these challenges themselves, how do you help them to overcome some of those hesitancies or maybe some discomfort in the in the sales process mm -hmm. absolutely in fact those are some of the foundational things that we work with them upon because uh, and especially I have seen it with women uh, more so because uh, the image that we have of a salesperson is usually a very masculine one Mm -hmm. And females don't relate to that image. And that's why they do not feel comfortable in the shoes of a salesperson or selling. So I, I, uh, the one thing that I tell to them is that you do not have to think about that pushy car salesperson anymore. Mm -hmm. You have to be just yourself, even if you are an introvert. The essential thing that we need to bring to each conversation today is asking great questions and then mm -hmm. doing active listening. And as women, we are actually bestowed by the superpowers of being that nurturer and listener and making people comfortable and come out with whatever they are having as concerns or whatever need they have when, the, when you're sitting across a prospect. So, so yeah, women actually can be great at selling. And that's what my message is to them when I work with them. Yeah. And I, I agree so much that, um, and it's interesting when you said, you know, the pushy car salesman, because I think it's where a lot of people automatically go when they think of sales. And I feel so bad for used car salesmen who are good because those used car salespeople are, you know, good at their job, but they have a whole reputation to try to overcome. But to your point, it's about um, whether or not you ask the right questions and listen versus push. And it was very interesting. I, I did a, um, a global conference a few months ago, like six months ago. And I had uh, mostly uh, people that were either finishing college or almost out of college. And I had someone ask me a question at the end. And she said, what do, how do I get somebody to buy when they don't want to? And I thought it was really interesting. And I said, well, why would you want them to buy if they don't want to? And I knew I knew where she was going because she works for a company that's very sales driven. And she said, well, because I have to, that's my job. And I said, okay, well, I understand that. I needed you to say that. But um, if you are trying to buy, force somebody to buy when they don't want to, you are now that pushy used car salesperson. 
And that's not sales. That's harassment. <laughs> and so we kind of went on and people were laughing and joking. They knew and they understood. Well, she she asked another question a few minutes later. She said, but I, but what if they really need what we're what we're selling? And I said, okay, well, give me an example. And she said, well, you know, we sell um, tutoring services and people need it. I said, okay, but if they don't want it, they don't, you know, buy it. And so we had this whole back and forth. And finally she said, well, what do I say when somebody says, but my student, my students is already a straight A student. And I said, you're gonna, <laughs> I said, I started laughing and I said, I hate to tell you this, but if you work for a company that wants you to sell tutoring services to a straight A student family and they don't want it, you're probably not working for the right company. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Because uh, rightly said, I think sales is just a vehicle when the person has a problem or a need and your solution is fulfilling that need. That's when the sales becomes the vehicle for it, for that fitment. But if there isn't the need, you cannot create an artificial one. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you can't strong arm somebody into saying, okay, I give. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and I think it's it's really important, you know, like you said, for women especially. And I think there's a lot of men who, who uh, struggle with this as well, because oftentimes something has happened in our mindset. We've either seen it happen. We've been, you know, on the other side of the table from somebody that we felt sold us something we didn't want. And I think that makes people very, very hesitant to move forward. Um, and yet there's a great opportunity to learn from it when we can slow down long enough to see that great sales um, outcomes come from great conversations. True, true. You know, yeah. this reminds me of a little episode, little story that I had. I I went to a general store just to buy a mopping brush. It was a very simple thing that I had to buy. And uh, and I wanted something which I can do it easily myself. So usually in India, we have domestic help there. Uh, so we are blessed to have that. Mm -hmm. But uh, but during those times, I was not having a domestic help. So I wanted to have a mop which I can use myself. And I was looking around. And the salesperson who was standing there, uh, he just asked me, okay, what are you looking for? I told him that I am not looking for anything fancy, just a simple br uh, mopping brush that I can use myself. And he allowed me to take my time, look around, look around. And after everything, he just said, ma'am, this is the best thing I think uh, will fulfill your need. And the best part is even sir can use it. <laughs> <laughs> I was like very glad okay this is the thing I want <laughs> so he was what he was basically doing was he was just observing the conversation I was having with my husband all throughout yes and in the end he observed that I am probably seeking support from my husband <laughs> and in the end, his closing argument was that even sir can use this. <laughs> How did your husband feel about that? <laughs> he, he, he made the most funny face ever I've ever seen on his face. <laughs> I love yeah. it. But yeah. you're right. So it's, so as a person, you have to be a great 
conversation starter yourself but uh, but then you also have to be very uh, practicing a very uh, a lot of active listening also mm-hmm. yes as to because what's happening around yes as it's happening and watching for people's reactions and and their head nods or their you know when they back up you know all those pieces of information are vital and not that somebody now is you know maybe saying no when they back up or move their head but that they maybe you haven't made something clear or you haven't gotten to the real issue so then when you t- start talking about strategy with your clients what are some of the what are some of the challenges that you face or that they face in terms of having a strategy that will help them with a great sales outcome mm-hmm. okay that, now this is a big one because uh, when it comes to strategy the one thing that people usually get affected by is the shiny object syndrome mm-hmm. so everyone is doing 101 things and we are every day seeing so many success stories out there everything is working out for everyone but not me so yes. that's the kind of <laughs> everybody else has it perfect why don't i everyone has figured it out but my but myself so so that's the kind of question and the the dilemma and actually the panic people come with that what to do now what mm-hmm. is the best thing and the another big mistake people do is that they switch on to something new very soon mm-hmm. every strategy needs some time to start showing its result so you have to get into implementing a strategy thinking that yes i'm giving going to give it 3 months or 6 months or one year what is the time period so that is one big mistake people usually do that they don't give enough time to the implementation of the strategy i agree and not and also to um understand that like you said um it may look like a shiny object and somebody has made it work perfectly for them well that didn't do it just because they bought it downloaded it and made it run you know you have to give a certain amount of time and you have to make sure that you are using consistent time that's on those strategies to make sure that they not only that they work but that you're also observing what is working and what's not working and where do i need to adjust true true yeah and um you know as you're I guess the last part is you talked about systems. You know, what kind of systems do you help your clients put in place that help them to reach success faster? Hmm. So uh, the system is actually my uh, favorite part of the entire piece I do with my clients because uh, that is something which I feel makes life easier for an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So since I work with small business owners, solopreneurs, not everyone is having a large team. but everyone is have, having large big dreams and aspirations and goals mm-hmm. and i feel systems is one thing which can help them do that because when i work with them it is more about giving them very intuitive and uh, adaptive systems which uh, which aligns to their business so uh, it is like having a mini crm not very complicated but which integrates with whatever project management tool you are using very good and the primary focus of my work with them is to uh to identifying whom you are spending your time with so even if you've got your ideal customer figured out still 
who are you sitting across with? So, so that is one thing that I work with them on. And then of course, the lead management and how you are improving your sales performance. So the analytics and the learning part is something which a small business owner is not paying too much attention to. Mm-hmm. But uh, but that is something which I make sure I integrate in my system work that I do with them. Yes, it's really, really important that we evaluate as we go along and see what is working and not working and understand how what's working or not working impacts our financial bottom and top line. True, true. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what. And and most of the uh, entrepreneurs, especially, it was true for me also that I was afraid of numbers. Uh, like uh, I didn't want to see uh, what the analytics was saying or the data was saying because it sometimes uh, looked very scary. Mm-hmm. But that's the area of growth. If you don't know how you are progressing each day, how you are project- progressing each week and month, in terms of your sales, your leads, your conversions, it is very difficult for you to uh, then go to a scale where you start building your team around selling, your sales team, your marketing team, and then take your business to the next level. So that yeah. system is very, very important for you to make friends with numbers and data and analytics. Yes. So with the clients that you work with, what kind of businesses are they running? So usually they are service providers. These are like six-figure coaches, consultants, agency owners, creative entrepreneurs who are uh, selling their services one-to-one, not having automated funnels, but yes, they are having more of discovery calls, talking to people one-to-one. So that's the kind of businesses they are into. Very good. Well, we're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsor, and we will be right back. Solopreneurs and small businesses often struggle to create effective digital marketing programs. It's hard to know where to start, what to prioritize, how to sift through confusing information and solutions that seem too good to be true. Agencies and full-time marketing employees are also expensive. And Marketing You is a modern marketing course with all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your business without that extra set of hands or high overhead costs. At And Marketing You, you will learn exactly what you need to do to execute a concrete marketing strategy by dedicating just two to four hours per week. And Marketing You will help you to execute strategy, messaging, content marketing, SEO, social media, paid digital advertising, and more. You'll have access to on-demand resources, live courses, group coaching sessions, community forums, and networking, plus the exact templates and tools you need for success. I took this course myself, and one of the greatest benefits we gained was learning to develop a competitive strategy that aligned our social media playbook and website to generate highly qualified leads. For all the tools, education, and accountability you need to grow your small business at a fraction of the cost of hiring a traditional agency or additional employee, go to www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. Again, that's www.and-marketing.com forward slash you. And use the code SHOCK to receive 10% off of any program. 
And we are back now with Rashni Baronia. And Rashni, um, I I love how you have broken this down into kind of almost three S's, how you work with your clients with selling skills and strategies and systems. And I, I think it's a great intro to our theme for the month. So as I talk about the magic of marketing with our series, I have laughed because um, wouldn't it be wonderful if we had some magic dust that we could throw on our businesses and we'd automatically have clients coming, you know, to our doors and throwing money at us. But we know that that's not the case. And uh, marketing and sales take time and effort. So I've asked each of my guests this month to share their top tips on um, how each of us can better impact our marketing or our sales um, for better results. So, you know, what are your thoughts on the subject? Yeah, yeah, that's a great theme, actually, that you are touching upon, Michael, because uh, most of the entrepreneurs mix up marketing and sales into the one bucket. Mm -hmm. So as you rightly said, they are very different from each other, but they need to work in tandem with each other and uh, integrated in an integrated way. But just to emphasize a little bit on how they are different, so I feel since I work uh, on the sales process with my clients, so it is the entire sales process and marketing, of, of course, becomes an important element of the entire sales process. So I see marketing as conversation starter. So this is the place where you have to be interesting, interesting enough that people start that conversation with you. And sales is relationship starter, where you are interested in what the other person is doing or saying or what are their needs and wants. So marketing is always one too many. It's like uh, having a loudspeaker and speaking to the world. <laughs> and, <laughs> sales is always one to one and it's like having coffee conversations with people. Mm -hmm. So, th so th that's the uh, difference I see in marketing and sales. And yet both are necessary for the business. Coming to the specific um, insights or tips that I can share for your listeners. So there are three things that uh, everyone should have in their marketing. First is that they should build authority by either having a, like a podcast, a YouTube channel, a book, which establishes you as the authority or the expert of your work. Mm -hmm. Next is build credibility. This is when you are having the backing by the media, the PR, being associated with great publications that adds to your credibility. Like when I was, um, uh, uh, like um, I am a member of uh, the leadership network of uh, Entrepreneur Magazine. I've been on the TEDx stage. I have been featured as the top 20 women consultants by Consultant Review Magni. So this is when you are having the validation and the backing by the media also. So that is building of credibility. Mm -hmm. And the third piece is building engagement. Now, every one of us needs to have a presence on all social medias, but there is a particular favorite of everyone. There is one particular platform we always love to have conversations with people. So choose that particular platform and whenever you are meeting people or having these kind of speaking engagements, give that one platform for people to connect with you mm -hmm. because that's where you will be engaging with them the most. 
so yes. it's like a hub and spoke methodology which i uh, talk about hub is the main platform that you have chosen for yourself where you will engage with people and spoke is where the all the other platforms where you are sharing content from that particular platform mm -hmm. to everywhere else or you are bringing every all of the community from other platforms to that particular platform mm. yeah it's very good yeah i i established my myself with this business early on on linkedin and that has worked really well and now we are using it to build what we're doing in twitter and on instagram and facebook and and using the different platforms to you know to the um the specialty that they are but you're absolutely right i built my first home on linkedin right. and uh, and that's where um that's where the engagement really happens it's very true right. which reminds me i still have to put my post on for today <laughs> <laughs> haven't done it yet yes. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and it just so happens that whenever uh, like you will never miss putting out your content or uh, post on your favorite platform mm -hmm. for everyone uh, everything else you might uh, push it at a later time but if linkedin is your favorite you will always prioritize it and push it push out the content first there start the that engagement first there that is so, true so and so i love your, in your cta also you should have uh, your favorite platform i agree and i love how you say i've never heard it put this way but i i totally agree marketing is a conversation starter sales is a relationship starter. I really like that. That is, that's very, very well said. And I think that really sums up the difference between the two, but it also shows you the, the um, incredible uh, importance of connecting them both. Because Absolutely. if you start a conversation, but you never build a relationship or you try to build a relationship, but you never had a conversation, yeah. It's like meeting somebody on the sidewalk that you've never met before and saying, hey, you want to get married? <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> and they're like, we haven't even had a first date. <laughs> True. <laughs> However, we do have television shows that make that happen. So, you know, I don't know. There may be something to it. <laughs> <laughs> That's why they call it the fantasy world. <laughs> That's it. You are right. Oh, I love it. Rashi, you have some um, great advice here. And I know we'll have all of your contact information on our show notes. But in case somebody wants to look you up right now, because they know that you're going to be the one to work with them, what's the best way for them to reach you? The best way for uh, me to connect with me is uh, Instagram. I am most active there. And another place they can find me is, of course, their favorite podcast listening app, because uh, I'm every week coming as a with a podcast episode there. Excellent. I love it. So before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? <laughs> yeah. So uh, the one thing that I want to uh, tell in terms of, uh, again, marketing, that of course, uh, nowadays we have we are approaching marketing in a very strategic way. Like we have planners and content planners and batching our contents. Mm -hmm. But then uh, there is, I feel that there should be a mix of uh, that impromptuness and coming onto the uh, virtual space, just uh, like in a snap of a finger. And then, of course, there are things that you will batch and plan. So it has to be a mix of both so that you also bring your authentic self. So authenticity and consistency. 
there should be a mix of both. So that's what I feel. I love it. Roshni, thank you so much. You have great advice. It has been a pleasure to have you as a guest today. Thank you so much. I hope the listeners had some uh, wonderful time and wonderful takeaways from this conversation. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.